So I flipped the flow chart, put myself at the bottom, and I put the department heads and you know everybody else at the bottom, and I said, we're going to change this because we're truly going to show up every day and we're going to serve you. Welcome to Inspiring Leaders, the podcast that shares ideas, perspectives, and best practices from great leaders around the world to help you become a more inspired leader. Welcome back to the Inspiring Leaders podcast. I'm Terry Lepofsky. Thank you so much for joining us today. On this week's episode, we're chatting with Dwayne Cummings to talk about one of the most compelling leadership initiatives in the world, LeaderCast. Dwayne Cummings, welcome to Inspiring Leaders. Thanks so much for having me here today, Terry. I'm honored and grateful for the guest appearance. Dwayne, I got to ask you, who's inspired you and why? Well, there's a million different people on the planet that you know do that on a regular basis, and there are people that are past and not around anymore. But the one that currently inspires me on a daily basis is my oldest son, who uh, recently made me a grandparent. So I get to watch him be a business leader, a father. It truly nourishes me when I just am around him and listen to him and watch him. I was dying to hear your answer, and you really caught me by surprise. What a great, great, great answer. It's amazing to see when your children grow up and they become, you know, adults and how they show up in the world. And he is definitely an inspiration to me. I got to talk about this uh, leader cast because the motto is lead, educate, inspire. And this is an organization that's designed to build leaders worth following. And your role in this whole organization is to guide and steer leader cast. And I got to say, what a great job you've done. You've built LeaderCast into an amazing experience or group of experiences. Each year in May, you're bringing some of the foremost thinkers in the field of leadership to speak on that big stage in Atlanta for that all-day show and its simulcast around the world. And I've really enjoyed it. I got to tell you from a personal experience, some of the speakers, just to name a few of the ones you've had over the just the last little while, Andy Stanley, Kat Cole, Steve Wozniak, co-founder of Apple, Tyler Perry, Dan Pink, Dr. Henry Cloud, one of my favorites. And that's just a few of them. But I've noticed that you really have evolved LeaderCast. You've added quite a bit. There's LeaderCast Labs, LeaderCast Discovery. LeaderCast Expeditions. I think you guys are heading over to Africa here in October. Yes, in just a few weeks. And coming up on October 5th, you've got LeaderCast Women, where we're going to hear from Molly Fletcher, TV show host Dana Barrett, Ginger Hartage from Southwest Airlines, Jenna Lim, the Chief Happiness Officer. Love that over at Zappos. This is spectacular, Dwayne. I also noticed that on LinkedIn, you list your title, the CEO title, as constantly elevating others instead of chief executive officer. And I got to tell you, that's pretty inspiring in itself and very refreshing. And you say that you are humbled and honored to be serving the LeaderCast team. So if you don't mind, let's talk about your leadership philosophy. Maybe give us a peek behind the curtains of LeaderCast with all the truly amazing things that you and your team are doing. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Whenever you say peek behind the curtain, I always think of Wizard of Oz, and I hope that people aren't looking at me as the old man that's just frantically pulling levers. <laughs> I don't think so. You know, I'm, I'm very blessed to be the steward of this organization and this community right now. And there are other people that came before me that for years have laid the groundwork and built this out. And, you know, I'm not responsible for all the accolades that we receive. I'm just one of the team members. And we talk about CEO being constantly elevating others. And you asked me about my leadership philosophy. 
it really starts with being a servant and leading yourself. If you don't lead yourself well, then it's going to be pretty hard for you to lead others because they're going to see right through your challenges and your misgivings and you know the things that you don't have in your arsenal and you're not equipped. So every day I get to get up and as my friend Alan Schaefer would say, it's a get to, not a have to when I come to LeaderCast. It's truly a get to. Good attitude. We try to create that environment for the entire team as well as for our community. We are truly here to serve. And you know, I first came on last year. I had been around the brand. I'd been in the LeaderCast Now library of videos, and I had hosted the labs this, the last year, the first year. And so I knew the brand. I knew the owners. I, I loved it. Like you, I'd had the experience. I'd been at a host site. I'd been at the live site. And so when the opportunity came about for me to show up and serve, there was no way I was going to say no. Like, this is where I feel that I'm called to do, and it's my sweet spot, and my gifts and talents kind of fit what was needed. That's obvious, Dwayne. <laughs> you are definitely where you're meant to be. Well, thank you. We did do some things slightly different, right? So just like any organization or anywhere you go, you build on all the great that was there before, and you try to add your own little twist. And so we have, in the last 10 months, we've expanded. I think we did that because as you look forward as an organization, a company and what the world needs, that's really what it's about is, is what does the world need and how can we serve them? We began instantly changing the vernacular and the lexicon and the verbiage and the titles that we use. You know, I'm the CEO and I'm constantly elevating others or constantly elevating the organization. And our CSO, Angela, she is a, not a chief sales officer. She's a chief service officer. Rather than having sales team members, we have solutions guides. So they're there to guide other people through their challenges and help them find a solution to their leadership challenges. That's brilliant. It's just matching the right verbiage so that, you know, we are our words. And if you get the right words, then your behaviors will follow. And so it just makes it easier and, and everything becomes more congruent. You don't have to think about it. So the first day when I got here, I, I kind of knew the team and they didn't know I was being announced as a CEO and we were all in this room and there's a wall that's dry erase. And I asked one of the people to do the org chart, you know, write the org chart. And instantly they started with CEO at the top and you go down in that pyramid shape. And I asked them to think of things differently now. So I flipped the flow chart, put myself at the bottom and I put the department heads and you know everybody else at the bottom. And I said, we're going to change this because we're truly going to show up every day and we're going to serve you. Whatever you need to get your job done, whatever you need to serve the client, the community, the world to help fill the world with leaders we're following, we're here to serve you. Let's not make any mistake about that. And I think that kind of helps set a tone. And then we just began incorporating all kinds of new habits that may not be new in the world, but we just take best practices from all these other organizations and people and try to dump them into this building. So one of them is, is when our employees, our teammates, they arrive every morning, they park in a different place every day. So if you were to come to LeaderCast tomorrow, you would find all the cars in a different place than you would today. Why is that? Well, for people that like consistency, it's a little crazy because they want to pull in and know that so-and-so is here already or they're on time. But I think it makes you instantly look at the world differently. We get in that rut where we get in the car, we drive to the office. We don't even remember the drive. We stopped, we turned, signaled, we did all that stuff, but we're just kind of coasting through life. This sets your daily intention for, I'm going to look at things in a new way. I'm going to be intentional and purposeful about maybe a different solution or coming at things from a different mindset. Love it. Yeah. It's just a slight shift in your routine. You know, people always say to me, Dwayne, I, I want to be around like-minded people. I want to come hang out. And, and I kind of stop them and I say, well, candidly, I want to be around like-hearted people or like-spirited people, but I don't want to be around like-minded people because we're going to come to the same conclusions, right? We're going to come up with the same answers. Right. Yeah. I want to be around somebody that's thinking differently. And if they're in different situations or parking in a different space, they may see things just slightly differently that day. 
day. There were some other things. If you were to come to LeaderCast and we were to meet or hang out, I don't have an office. What? Yeah, I know it. It sounds crazy. And I'm not the first in the world to do this, but everybody on our team has an office. They have a place that they work, whether it's a, some of them might have a, a cubicle area or an office with a door, but we've got tons of private rooms, meeting rooms, creative room, relax room, et cetera. And so I have places I can meet people, have these kind of conversations. If I'm truly going to demonstrate being a servant leader and I'm going to them to serve them when they need me, then why do I need an office? Like I've had offices my whole life. I have one in my house. You know, I don't need another place to put a collection of autographed memorabilia. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. For me, there's no necessity for that. I'm here to serve. And so it helps demonstrate to our team true servant leadership, because they can call and say, you know, would you come over to the office? I need to meet with you. Or next time you walk by, would you stop? Or it it just makes it easier and shows them that I'm really there for them versus them being there for me. Mm -hmm. And it makes you accessible too, doesn't it? Yeah. So it's really interesting because when I first started the first couple of months I was in this room we call the creative room and all the walls are dry erase and so we were putting all kinds of exploratory and discovery information up on the walls and we were whiteboarding every day and that kind of stuff and I moved to another room that was a little more private because we were starting to have a little more intimate conversations with people when they would walk by or whatever and and right now you typically would find me in this crossroads of our building where all the printers are and where we ship stuff out and it's on the way to the kitchen and the bathroom and I really feel the pulse like if somebody walks by I can tell if they're having a great day I can tell if if the tempo or the challenges are high or low in the building it's just really nice for me right but because as you know we had this one event that most of the world knew us for that happens annually What do you do the rest of the year, right? Because people need to be inspired and educated and led every day. We began offering other solutions. We would listen to our clients and we would listen to people in the community and they would say, if I had a way to get coaching, I was like, oh, okay, well, we've got some of the world's greatest leaders in our LeaderCast Now library staff. We've got people in-house. We've got master coaches and educators. Well, let's do that. And other people say, I like the event, but I'd really like to get away and be immersed somewhere else and just leave my phone behind and really get a culture shift, get a fresh perspective on everything. And so we said, all right, well, let's do expedition. So, you know, next month we go to Africa. Next year, I think we're going to the Great Wall and we'll do a Grand Canyon for a domestic trip. And so that's a good shift. This is incredible. I think I'm going to have to start saving up my coins. Now, kind of what we're looking at from a leader cast perspective is, I guess I'm going to give them a little credit, but we now around our building, we say that we want to be the Amazon of leadership. Right. You're not the first person to mention Amazon on this show, by the way. Right. I know. Yeah. And I don't mean like we want to be big and ginormous like that. We want to be an aggregator. So we don't believe that we have to have all the answers, right? That's why we bring these amazing leaders and and bring them to LeaderCast Live and LeaderCast Women. Um, We've had Nobel Peace Prize winners. I think Peter on your show a couple of weeks ago talked about Andy Stanley. It inspired him. And yes, yeah. Somebody else mentioned Sheryl Sandberg. And so we are truly around the world's greatest leaders every day. Yeah. You know, I'm meeting with Molly Fletcher after this. I mean, I get to be around these people constantly. We also just said there are other ways. Your podcast, for instance, you know, other people writing papers and people having other leadership experiences and the group that you take to Hawaii and all that kind of stuff. We don't have to develop all that. We just have to aggregate it and make sure it gets out to the people who need it. We are truly focused on now expanding our community. We have hundreds of LeaderCast Now speakers in the library of videos that we have thousand videos or whatever. Those people, they're coming around. We're getting more involved with them. They became our labs professors. We just recently published our first book under the LeaderCast Press, and that was Ricardo Gonzalez's Six Stages of Cultural Mastery. 
if you want to learn about culture, he's probably one of the world authorities. I mean, he's the founder of Bilingual America. The guy has worked with all kinds of government agencies and universities and industries and verticals. And so why do we need to go try to tell the world that we're an expert? Let's bring his voice. You know, Donald Miller helped that. He was on our stage this year and he teaches the, you know, the hero's journey, which a lot of other people do as well. But it reminds you that our job is truly to be a guide. Let somebody else be the hero. You know, let our client be the hero. Let our partners be the hero. We're just the guide, right? We're just the aggregator. You know, the average book on leadership, if you read through it, uh, there are probably uh, six or seven, you know, depending on how many chapters there are, really solid concepts in there. And most of the other pages are really filled with stories that reinforce it. Right. And so if we can boil those down to their base elements, that's curating and that's bringing information in from many different sources for the benefit of those people that we're working for. And yeah, it, you show it in different ways with different lenses. You do it in different learning modalities so that people can digest those core lessons. If we boil them all down, there's there's not a hundred even great core lessons, characteristics, traits, however you want to talk about them. But how people ingest them, or you know, the way that you transfer that lesson or that knowledge or that wisdom over has to be done in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. Right. So th that's what we're trying to say. Everybody doesn't like my voice, right? So people might get tired of my voice. Give them somebody else's voice. People might not want to listen because they're not an auditory learner. So give them a video. People might not want to watch. They want to do. So give them labs. Give them something practical so that all of those common themes that people need to be a leader worth following, they can get them one way or another and it doesn't have to come from us. Let's uh, take a quick look here, if you will, what this event that you've got coming up October 5th, LeaderCast Women. First time you're running this. What's this going to be about? What can we expect? Yeah, it's funny because people always ask, oh, is this only for women? And I say, no, it's a LeaderCast event where we're bringing the world's great leaders together and they just happen to be women, right? Because yeah. if you look at the speakers bureaus or if you look anywhere in, in corporate America, we all know the stats, right? Four to six percent C levels. And so we believe that there's a lot of great leadership knowledge and wisdom that is kind of quietly hidden in a lot of female leaders. We want to bring that out and share it with the world, you know, and magnify it and amplify those voices. I still believe we have a responsibility and obligation to get the best leadership information out to the world and lessons and knowledge. And so we created that event to create a platform to hear from those voices that rarely get heard from. People in different communities, if they've not heard of this before, if they do a search for LeaderCast, Seattle, LeaderCast, Toronto, that sort of thing, they're going to find details about how to get into this simulcast event. The same thing's going to happen with LeaderCast Women, is it not? Yes, it is simulcast. And we have private host sites like the Apples of the world that might do it just for their employees. We have public host sites where chambers of commerce or places like Seattle, you mentioned, they bring in people from all over their community. We actually, in the last year, we really started doing more what we call flex casting. So like our May 5th event, there's a lot of universities that graduate or have graduation during that time. So they just can't host it for their students or faculty and staff. So Ole Miss had a flex cast of the May event in July on their campus for staff and faculty. And, you know, I think you can, you don't have to miss a leader cast, whether you go live, whether you go to a live host site or whether you find a place to see it flex cast. We're trying to make it to where you'll never miss one. Okay, so I'm going to give uh, a little bit of perspective for anybody who's listening to the podcast right now that's never participated in either a leader cast event live or simulcast. Do it. <laughs> this is spectacular information. I took 
pages of notes. I learned so much. I honestly believe that this is one of the best events that a leader can participate in or can be a part of, watch, learn from. If you haven't done it, please do yourself a favor, do your career a favor, tune in. This is really high quality, very valuable stuff. Yeah, thank you for that. Our speakers work really hard with our community and our team to you know, stay on theme. So this year's entire theme for all of our events was Powered by Purpose. The live event in May was, the women's event will be, and we have pre-calls with all the speakers to see how they're going to weave that in there so we can stay on theme. And as you said, most people come out of the day like almost on information overload, they got more great stuff in one day than you might get from five or six other conferences or five or six other days. And those speakers have really woven themselves into our community. They work, you know, sometimes months in advance to make sure that it's seamless. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I think might be important to the listeners, especially if they're business leaders out there, it's probably one of the biggest things that have impacted my time now at LeaderCast. Do you mind if I share this? No, please do. I always have believed that your first customer is your family, right? So you have to take care of your family or nothing else really works. Your second customer is your employees or your team or your associates, your staff. And so in keeping with that thinking, we started Nourishment Fridays. So every Friday between 9 and 10, 15, we have an open kind of meeting. Anybody can come. Our, our staff can bring their family members, our vendors, our community. People can drop in. We just sometimes we never know. And we have overflow and standing room only. But we bring the speakers that you see on main stage, the authors that you've heard about, comedians, musicians, you name it. We bring them in and have them pour into our team every Friday. And some people would say, well, like, what's the ROI on that? Come on. <laughs> Take an hour and 15 minutes out of your day. But what's interesting about it is, is our people can't wait to get back on Monday. And they share what they learn on Friday with their families over the weekend. And they come in inspired, right? So when you talk about inspiration, leadership, that's about breathing into someone else and about nourishing someone else. It's not about motivating them with a carrot or a stick. And so we have just found that all of our team will tell you typically the best day of their week, no matter if they're in sales and they had a huge day on Monday or whatever it is, is Friday because they're getting nourished. And that's probably given us the best boost and shot in the arm and morale and it's helped our community. Plus, it was great outreach because we have corporations come and they get to learn about us. They get to be intimate with us. They see our transparency because in those meetings, when we open up with housekeeping, we do talk about our challenges from that week. Department heads share wins and, and things that we didn't do so well. So I, I just thought that was important because I don't go to many companies where, you know, they have a, maybe they have a learning management system or they have a little L&D budget or they send somebody to a conference, but they're truly not focused regularly on nourishing their team. You're not just thinking outside of the box. I'd say that your organization thinks outside of the zip code. <laughs> yeah. well, I, I applaud your creativity. It's great. Well, thanks. When, when your name is LeaderCast and the whole world is looking to you and you have the largest leadership event on the planet, et cetera, you're kind of under a microscope to get it right a lot of the time. It, but we also, you know, we're kind of a laboratory for leadership. So we, we're okay to try things and see what works and see what's new and and then see what's 2,000 years old that we need to be reminded of. Well, listen, Dwayne, I think that LeaderCast has the perfect person at the helm. I really do. I think that you truly are inspiring. I find it inspiring. I know our listeners will. Before we wrap up, I got a couple of questions for you. What challenges do you see facing many of today's leaders? We know for the first time in history, we have four generations in the workforce. 
And we half of the workforce next year will be what the world deems as millennial. We actually don't use that curse word in our building. We call it the discover generation because, you know, in, in your and my era, we know what we wanted. This generation kind of knows what they don't want. So I think, first of all, getting an older generation that was raised with different values, et cetera, to really collaborate. I didn't say cooperate, but to really collaborate with our this newer upcoming generation. And then for us to all be more empathetic, because if we don't get in this mindset, in the future mindset, we're going to get left behind, right? We're going to be the company that like was still making cassette tapes when CDs came out or the buggy whips whenever cars were invented. So I, I think the biggest challenge is, is going to be being open-minded, not stuck in the past and embracing what new thoughts and new ideas are going to come. Oh, I like that. That's very good. Now, this leads straight into my other question, which is what does inspired leadership mean to the CEO of LeaderCast? I would say that it, it's when it's demonstrated. So when the traits and characteristics of a great leader are demonstrated, we, we all know what it looks like when you see it, right? Humility, um, they take action, they're great communicators, they listen well, they're empathetic, they're honest, they're transparent, they're authentic, all those words we know. But inspiring leadership to me is, is when you see it demonstrated, right? When when somebody walks into a meeting and they've left their ego aside and they're truly there to serve and they are there for the collective betterment of other people, all those cliches and those memes that we see every day on Twitter and everywhere else, when somebody demonstrates that, I am blown away and that's what inspires me. And it's not always the CEO. Sometimes it's just, you know, the the, the, the supervisor at my local Kroger who when there's a register that is, needs to, you know, needs a cashier, they don't point for somebody and say, hey, get over here and open the register. They run over there and do it until someone arrives. That demonstration of great leadership traits and characteristics is what inspires me. I love the fact that you said that it can happen anywhere, like the grocery store. It's not just corporate leaders. Sometimes we see it in tragedies where something happens, like with the hurricanes recently, and somebody popped in and did something. But I get to witness it everywhere because I'm looking for it. Yeah. Right? So I witness it at the movie theater when somebody demonstrates leadership at the snack bar or, like I said, at the grocery store, or even on the playground. You know, kids are demonstrating leadership when they say, hey, it's your turn. You go before me versus move out of the way I want to get on the merry-go-round. So I'm inspired when I see it. You know what I love about being the host of this podcast, Dwayne? <laughs> well, there could probably be a lot of things. You've talked to a bunch of amazing people over the last shows. <laughs> That's it. That's it exactly. I get to talk to some amazing people and I learn so much from everybody who comes on this show. And I can't tell you how much I just picked up from you today. So I just want to say thank you for being part of this. I think you've really contributed to the experience overall for anybody who's tuning into this. So thanks for being part of this podcast, sincerely. Oh, you're very welcome. And thank you for that kind gift. I'm humbled and honored and grateful to be of service to the community today. And you do a fantastic work. So you are a inspirational leader, the way you demonstrate what you do. So please don't stop doing it. That's huge coming from you. I also want to say, just before we wrap up, a huge thanks to Harvard Emeritus. That's the username for someone who left us a five-star rating on Stitcher. And I'm going to quote the comment, excellent 20-minute podcasts with TEDx storytelling. Love it. End quote. Man, we really appreciate all the comments and ratings that we're getting on uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. We want this show to be what people want to hear. 
So if you're listening, just take a couple of minutes, visit our website at ubiquityleadership.com slash podcast and hit that big old listener survey button. We really do want to hear your ideas. Thanks again to our listeners. We hope we've inspired you and that you'll inspire others. Until next time, take care. 